Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambundasa. Hi everyone, welcome to Dharma Earth's Dose of Dharma, and this is your Dose of Dharma for today. So we're gonna go on to the next blessing, which is well spoken speech. It makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, a speech, a conversation. Sometimes a conversation can bring you to heaven. (laughs) I mean, can make you happy. And sometimes one conversation alone can lead you to live in the most miserable state of mind, right? For many days or even weeks and for some people even years. Conversations, when they go good, it can lead to peace, harmony, prosperity, and well-being and happiness, right? But when conversations go wrong, they can lead to fights, arguments, and even wars. Isn't that so? So that explains how important the way of speaking and how we speak conversations, how important they are, right? So if a speech or, you know, when we talk or when we have a conversation, it is well-spoken, then it is very fruitful and very conducive. Whether you are a meditator or whether you are just a layperson in life wanting to live a happy lay life, it is very, very important, you know? So let's see what the Buddha has to say about well-spoken speech. So what is well-spoken speech in Buddhist context from the viewpoint of Buddhism? There are many explanations for well-spoken speech. In the commentary to the Mangala Sutta, it is said well-spoken speech is speech that is devoid of force, such as like false speech, divisive speech, harsh speech, and idle speech or like mm, prattle. Then what is speech that is well spoken? There's four factors of good speech. First, it is well spoken. Second, it is dharma and not adharma. Third, it is pleasant and not unpleasant. And fourth, it is the truth and not a lie. Hmm? So in the coming few dose of dharma, we will explain about the unsuitable speech and uh, well-spoken speech. So for today, we will go to this unsuitable speech. Unsuitable speech basically does four. False speech, which is like telling lies. Divisive speech, which is speech that split relationships. Harsh speech, which is like vulgarity and uh, using harsh words, very rude words. And then idle speech, which is prattle and all that. So we'll go into false speech today. So false speech basically is knowingly saying things that are untrue. You knowingly say about something that is untrue. Then this is false speech. In the Buddha's text, usually they say, He not knowing says I know, or knowing says I do not know. Or he not saying says I see, or seeing says I do not see. So untrue speech or lying usually is, according to the Buddhism, is either because of greed and delusion or hatred and delusion. Why is untrue speech? Why is telling lying no good? 
Well, because the cause and effect that we can see now is that if you are a liar, a constant liar, then whatever you say, then people will not believe you, right? For example, if somebody is a compulsive gambler and goes around borrowing money but never returns, then whenever he says something, whenever he says something about borrowing money, people don't want to listen to him. Isn't that so? So that's a very obvious cause and effect in the present. Then in the Buddhism, how can we explain about the karma of lying? Well, the karma about lying is that if somebody is a habitual uh, telling lies, then when he or she creates this karma of telling lie, and when this karma ripens as an effect, it leads to slander and lies about oneself. No, so people will tell lie about you and things like that, and leads to people slandering you. No? So this is one of the effect of uh, telling lies. So in Buddhism, the precepts are not like something that is forced upon you. Rather, taking precepts is a very voluntary practice. And why does Buddha promote or encourage the taking of precepts and restraint? It's because the Buddha, through his omniscient mind, is able to discern cause and effect about different different things, different actions bring about different reactions, right? So the action of telling lie brings about bad effect, brings about a bad reaction. That's why the Buddha prescribes the five precepts or the eight precepts for the Buddha's disciples so that because of the power of restraint, they will not create unwholesome karma pertaining to all these unwholesome actions which bring about unwholesome or undesirable reactions. And that's it. So keeping precepts doesn't have to be very stressful if we can understand and see that it is a benefit for us if we restrain ourselves, if we keep precepts, then it can be really, really relaxed and can be more happy when we are keeping the precepts. It's not like five tons of weight <laughs> lying on your shoulders and oh, I cannot do this, oh, I want to do this, but I cannot do this. Oh. Like that. It's not so stressful. And even if somebody feels stressful, if we look at it from Buddhism's point of view, it is not solely because of the precepts. It is because of the person's greed, hatred and delusion. Let's say if the person has no greed, hatred or delusion, he has no desire to tell a lie, he has no hatred in him to want to tell a lie, then just imagine, will there be any stress? Will there be any uncomfortable feeling when he's trying to restrain himself? No, because there's nothing to restrain. If they have no greed, hatred and delusion, then there's no, there's no need to tell a lie. Right? Then when things are like that, then naturally their mind doesn't have any stress or any uncomfortable feeling. So keeping precepts is really, really beneficial for us if we constantly reflect on the benefit that it brings. So this is the explanation about well-spoken speech and the effect of uh, telling lies. So we'll go more into speech for the next few dose of Dharma. So with this, this is a dose of Dharma for today. I wish all of you to be well, peaceful and happy and may the Triple Gem bless all of us to be able to attain path, fruition and in as soon as possible. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.